We'd like to welcome you back to our current event in weekly Bible study for June 9th, 2013. And the next report is Cayenne West Yeezus new album. That's the name of his new album. Yeezus mocks Jesus Christ and pays tribute to the Antichrist. Oh, sorry. It was, it's Kanye West. Anyway, demon-possessed superstar rapper Kanye West has reignited his blasphemy of Jesus Christ with his new album entitled Yeezus. The name is a play on the rapper's nickname Yeezy and the name of the Lord Jesus Christ. Um, and that is just the latest in direct insults this artist has made to the Christian faith. And not only has he again compared himself to Jesus Christ with his latest album, West also gave a subtle nod to the Antichrist. According to reports, not really subtle, but a pre-order page for Kanye West's sixth solo album included 14, 14 tracks without their titles and included a June 18th release date. Girlfriend, Kim Kardashian... And co-manager John C. also posted cryptic social media messages, including an Instagram picture apparently depicting the album artwork, that suggested that June, which is the sixth month, 18th, which is 6 plus 6 plus 6, album release date. So, he's got June release date, that's sixth month, and then it was on the 18th, which 18 is 6 plus 6 plus 6. It's obviously being done for a reason. So, beginning in the end, which is the ministry here, expose the blatant satanic Illuminati imagery and influence of the music of Kanye West in our article, The Rise and Fall of Kanye West, Illuminati Superstar. And you can click on that link if you like here in the PDF. In it, we showed how from the onset of his career, West became more blatant in his disrespect for Christianity and embrace of the occult. And here we have a picture on the cover of Rolling Stones here that I put into the uh, PDF. And it says, uh, in fact, I'm going to move this up a hair. Okay. And it says, Rolling Stones. And it has a picture of this blasphemous devil from the pit of hell, Kanye West, like from a side view. And he's dressed up in like this, well, he's dressed up like you would be dressed up in the day of Jesus Christ. But you can only like see his head and uh, kind of upper body. And he has a crown of thorns on. And it looks like somebody just like beat his face like on the side. He's literally portraying himself as Jesus Christ. And, it, and it's entitled The Passion of Kanye West. Or is that how you spell it, Kanye? And it's and he's he's got this real arrogant look on his face. The, like the Passion of Christ, that movie that came out. This is the Passion of Kanye West. So this is what we're dealing with here. I mean it's it's an absolute wonder God just doesn't strike all these devils dead. You know? Um that all men would see and fear and declare the work of God, that they would wisely consider of his doing, that the righteous would be glad and learn trust in him and all the upright in heart with glory, like Psalm 64 says. Anyway, so um, he's absolutely, totally obsessed. And as so many of these rappers, as so many of the hard rock, as so many of the satanic rock stars are obsessed with denigrating Jesus Christ. And every chance they get, Many of them do that. So, the Bible says, Galatians 6, 7, Be not deceived, God is not mocked. For whatsoever man soweth, that shall he also reap. Uh, this this devil's going to burn white hot in hell. Okay? And, uh, unless he repents, but I don't think that that's going to happen. Um, and 
him and Kim Kardashian seem to be the focal point of so many of these tabloid rag mags and, and garbage that you see, anything coming out of Hollywood. They seem to be at a... The, the, the Hollywood's really focused on them. So whatever their message is, which is just pure evil, is something that is very important to Hollywood to get out there, to brainwash people about. And this is the message that this Kanye West guy's sending here. That he is essentially Jesus Christ incarnate in his satanic form, I guess, in, in, in his satanic way. This is what he's saying. Um, Exodus 27 says, Thou shalt not take the name of the Lord thy God in vain, for the Lord will not hold him guiltless that taketh him in vain. Well, if this isn't, this is taking him in vain, this picture by itself, plus it's blasphemous. And, uh, ooh, anyway. Matthew fifteen eighteen says, But those things which proceed out of the mouth come forth from the heart, they and they defile the man. For out of the heart proceed evil thoughts, murders, adulteries, fornications, thefts, false witness, blasphemies. And this is ab- obviously total blasphemous. Who would even conceive doing something like this and putting it on the magazine cover? You know? But... This is the uh, this is the norm for a lot of these people. So let's go further here. Uh, Psalm seventy four eighteen. Remember this: that the enemy hath reproached, O Lord, and that the foolish people have blasphemed Thy name. These are literal things we can pray about this evil that we see. This should make you righteous, indignant, and angry, and a righteous. It makes God angry. I guarantee you, he doesn't think it's funny. Well, how does that relate to prayer? Key in the word Psalm, or the number 64, in the keyword search box at contendingfortruth.com. You'll see imprecatory, or you can key in imprecatory, imprecatory prayers, Psalm 64, a Christian's door of hope. Something you'll rarely ever hear uh, taught on. And I'm not bragging, I'm just saying, I just haven't heard it hardly ever taught on. Pastor Weaver has taught on it. Um, But it's a very important thing regarding the day and times we live in. And um, we try to give you biblical perspective on that subject. So, going further, Webster's 1828 Dictionary, which is based on the English of the King James Bible, defines blasphemy as an indignity offered to God by words or writing. Reproachful, contemptuous, or irreverent words uttered impiously against Jehovah. That's the true meaning of blasphemy at the time. Define how the KJV Bible's words were defined. Okay, Because the meanings of some of these words have been either watered down or changed altogether. That's why I like using a Webster's 1828. You can go up there and key in Webster's 1828 dictionary online, and you'll find... You'll find it online where you can just go in and enter the keyword in, and you don't have to buy it, in other words. Because if you buy it, it's this big, gigantic book, and, and it's it's uh, expensive. So you can do it for free online that way. Anyway, insulting the name of God or Jesus Christ is not something to be taken lightly by the Lord. Yet entertainers today remove any stigma from disrespecting the Christian faith and instead turn it into entertainment. With superstar status and fame, it is only a matter of time before their fans follow suit and have their own attitudes adjusted. That's the whole point. It's like this satanic leader, in this case Kanye West, 
and his followers, and they're going to do what their leader does. And again, this is how these things go. So um, the fans follow suit and have their own attitudes adjusted and, and shifted to accept this blasphemous behavior without maybe even realizing it. As noted in our first article, West made one of his early blasphemes against blasphemies against Jesus by depicting him as crucified Jesus on the cover of Rolling Stones magazine. But this was only the beginning. That was the magazine cover I just that you can see. You can actually see all this in the PDF for this teaching. So going further, um, some of his other mockeries of the Christian faith are now w- warning here. I'm not going to say any any cuss words, okay, or anything like that, but you're probably going to be able to figure some of this out. So, um, I'm not going to... I edited a lot of these out of there because I don't even want to dignify these, but I just want you to have an idea of what type of blasphemous things are being uttered by this devil rapper from the pit of hell and probably tons of other ones as well. Not to say there's not a lot of satanic stuff that's going on in the music industry in general, Okay. But he says, this is from Murder to Excellence. I guess it's the name of the song. I got the Jesus on a chain. That don't mean blank. Sunday morning, praise the Lord. You the girl that Jesus had been saving me for. So he's bringing Jesus into this thing where Jesus is basically going to set him up with a date here, is what this blasphemous devil's saying. And then he says, so let's savor the moment and take it to the floor. Black excellence, truly yours. And his songs are just rife with this stuff. With this, I mean, again, it's just, I really believe collectively if people would get a hold of imprecatory prayers and get righteous and indignant when they pray, I really think the world would be a different place uh, from a Christian standpoint, because you would see more of the fear of God. Now, that's coming, I do believe that, but uh, it's really hard for me to keep it together when I <laughs> do these kind of studies, because, um, you know, for obvious reasons. So, additionally, West has been using Jesus as his nickname for some time. Instead of Jesus, it's Y-E-E-Z-U-S. So, he's been using that for a long time. Now, Kanye West, who um, you see a picture here is on the left, is wearing a shirt with the Baphomet design. Performs with his mentor, Jay-Z. So, he's wearing this disgusting shirt. And this is his own clothing line. I think it's called Roka Wear. I saw this yesterday on a a documentary. I I had Taylor watch with me. It was called Consuming Kids. And I'm going to put it out in my next health newsletter. You can go up on YouTube and put it in there. A listener sent it to me. And it shows how unbelievably these marketing companies have targeted children from cradle on up with all of their marketing stuff to make them essentially to manipulate thought patterns and get their parents to buy them all this stuff and to get them to pursue after world, the world and evil. And just it, it's so wicked and evil and the billions that have been spent on this. And the Bible talks about that when women and women and children, uh, that a sign of God's judgment is when you see women and children ruling over the men, and that's become more and more and more and more the norm. The men are just like there to, to you know, whatever, and the women and children are literally ruling over them at this point. And this is what you see a lot. This guy, he's wearing his clothing line. He's got the Baphomet design on there, um, big ram's head. 
uh, and it's in a very provocative, the way it situates in a very provocative play. The guy's just demon-possessed to the toenails, okay? And um, the Baphomet design is basically, also known as the Goat of Mendez, is essentially the devil, you know, who's many, many times depicted as with the head of a goat, with a human androgynous body, meaning having both male and female parts. Okay, that's called androgynous, essentially. That is the type of God that Satanists at the highest level worship because it is, it is blasphemous. It is irreverent. It is a mockery of God. So they'll put a goat's head on a human body with both male and female parts, and that's the God they worship because it's sick, twisted, evil, warped, and perverted. And this is what the, essentially part of what he's got on his clothing here. And then there's a song called No Church in the Wild that he, meaning Kanye West, collaborated with occult and Freemasonic promoter Jay-Z, which was a reference to there being no place for Christianity in the wild where the real stars like Jay-Z and Kanye inhabit. So, that's the... Uh, they're absolutely, totally obsessed with this concept. Now, here's a shirt promoted um, this Roca Wear clothing line, and I just... We were watching that... Getting back to what I was saying, we were watching that Consuming Kids documentary, and uh, they were showing in there how they were marketing this really, starting to market this really, really high-end clothing just to uh, small children. I mean, like five-year-olds and stuff that cost tons and tons of money. And that they're establishing their worth, their self-worth on what you have. You have an iPod. You have this really high-end clothing. And this Rokaware was part of the... Of the um, the clothes that were being marked high-end, some of these high-end clothes that would be marketed to children. I mean, real little ones. And who knows what kind of curse that comes along with buying an, a piece of apparel from a wicked company like that. You just don't know. So, this is a shirt promoting Jay-Z album from his Rokaware clothing line. It's, I guess Jay-Z has that. And uh, it says, The Return of the God. And I guess then it has a date. Maybe that was when his um, concert, uh, whatever, tour kicked off. I don't know. But it says, The Return of the God. And this is by Jay-Z. So he's basically fancying himself as God. Jay-Z, who calls himself Jehovah. I'm not making this stuff up. He calls himself Jehovah. Like, the other one, Kanye West, calls himself Yeezy, like, or... Jesus or whatever, yeah, Jesus, like Jesus. Well, he calls himself Jehovah, like Jehovah, as a mockery of the name of God the Father. Started this trend of taking in, taking on the name of God. It is all from a belief system that deludes celebrities and many others into believing they are gods, or on or on the path to godhood. For high level in, initiates into the New Age movement and Freemasonry alike, the goal is godhood. This delusion is the same lie that Satan used in the Garden of Eden to lure Eve into sin. And look how obsessed they are with it. You know, I mean, they're absolutely... Well, that's how Satan is. He's obsessed with anything where he can imitate God. His followers are the same way. Okay, and deceiving people. And receiving worship that should only be directed to God. His Satan's that way and his, and his followers are that way too. They want to be... Worshipped and adored by their fan base. So, 
Um, the Secret, one of the new, uh, one of the best-selling New Age books of all time, also teaches this concept. All three carry the same message. You are a God in a physical body. You are spirit in the flesh. You are eternal life expressing itself as you. Now that's a direct quote from The Secret, uh, page 164. Now I already did a, uh, a um, teaching exposing The Secret, and I entitled it The Secret, New Age Name It and Claim It, and um, how this relates to Oprah as well. And I give you a link to that here on page uh, 5 of the PDF. Now, here are excerpts from Kanye West's verse in No Church in the Wild. He says, quote, We formed a new religion. No sins as long as there's permission. I couldn't read you the rest because it's just, it's just too inappropriate. But he said, We formed a new religion. No sins as long as there's permission. In other words, you have to go to him to get permission is what he ends up saying. But it's basically permission to commit sex acts. But as long as you get it from uh, Kanye West, it's fine. He'll, he'll give you permission. And he's the one that determines if there's sin or not. Because he's, he says he's God in his new religion. So the running theme of the song is the rejection of Christianity and the elevation of themselves as, as the Godhead. Um, and like so many deceived occultists before them, Kanye promotes the idea of fornication as the real law of life. This is a very common theme here. The Bible forbids it. Okay, But they're saying that's the real law of life. This completely aligns with the teachings of Satanist and black magic practitioner Aleister Crowley. Crowley, who referred to himself as the Beast and 666, was declared the wickedest man on the planet and has been one of the most influential figures in pop culture as his philosophy of rejecting God and pursuing every sinful desire in pure rebellion has inspired entertainers from Led Zeppelin, The Beatles, um, they even had him on one of the back of their album covers. He was in the background. Um, Ozzy Osbourne, all the way to pop stars like Keisha, who is so evil and vile, I'd probably give him a report on her. Obviously, Kanye West's music embraces the sinful philosophies of Aleister Crowley. And I give, there's several, as, as you're skating through this PDF, there's all these pictures of, like, Aleister Crowley in this, so you kind of have an idea of who we were dealing with here. Uh, here's a picture of Aleister Crowley in some kind of occultic pose with the uh, all-seeing eye of uh, Satan in a pyramid on his uh, hat that he's wearing, and then he's got a book, uh, some occult book in front of him with a pentagram on it. Anyway, um, obviously Kanye West's music embraces the sinful philosophies of Aleister Crowley. His dark spiritual path started, started, now this is Crowley, his dark spiritual path started after a trip to Egypt where he claimed to channel the Egyptian god Thoth. Okay, um, this is where I believe that he spent the night in the actual queen or king's chamber in uh, Egypt, like way back when, and he had this this spiritual entity, and um, I believe that's where he actually also communicated with this being called Iwas that looks. Very, very, very similar to today's gray aliens. Very similar. And it wasn't too long after that that you started seeing these accounts of these gray aliens started popping up. Okay? So anyway, he channeled this, 
And he was literally trying, he's always trying to open these portals, these stargates, these wormholes, whatever you want to call them, to literally allow these evil entities into our plane of existence. And it's performed through very, very, very high-level witchcraft, which many times requires human sacrifice. So, Crowley's most quoted statement is, quote, Do as thou wilt shall be the whole of the law. Meaning, if it feels good, do it. That's is where that term came from in the 60s. As a double, which has a double meaning. It is an exhortation to enjoy every vice and sinful pleasure one desires. In the next sentence, he wrote, Lust, lust, enjoy all things of sense and rapture. Fear not that any god shall deny thee for this. So again, it's totally against the word of God. He's just trying to get you into hell, is all he's trying to do. So this is the essence of satanic rebellion, pursuing any desire with no fear of God. But the occult meaning of do what thou wilt is to use the power of the will through the aid of occult means and magic to achieve whatever goal one has. That's why they conjure and do all these things. And here is Jay-Z, a.k.a. Jehovah, wearing a shirt that is a tribute to Crowley. So here we have a shirt, and it says, do what thou wilt. It's right on the front. Okay, so these, these guys, I mean, these are high-level Satanists at this level. If they weren't, when they got into the music industry, they are now. It's a requirement, essentially. You key in um, John Todd's teachings on the music industry, and regardless of how you feel about him, I believe a lot of what he's saying absolutely is the truth and rings true. And you can key in John Todd on my, or just key in Todd, T-O-D-D, on the, and contendingfortruth.com, I've done several teachings where we talked about what his materials were. And regardless of how you feel about him, a lot of what he's saying absolutely lines up with the research that I've, I've uncovered. So, uh, West continues in the song, now this is another part of the song here, two tattoos, one reads, no apologies. The other said, love is cursed by monogamy. That's something that the pastor don't preach. So, supposedly someone had two tattoos. One says, no apologies. Meaning, I'm going to go out, I'm going to fornicate, and I'm not going to apologize to nobody, is the implication here. And the other tattoo said, love is cursed by monogamy. Okay, monogamy meaning you're faithful to your wife or husband. Okay, that's monogamy, essentially. Well, he says love, his form of Warped, twisted, satanic love, which is nothing more than lust, is cursed by monogamy. Well, yeah, lust would be would would be cursed, I guess, by it. <laughs> but love, we need love. You don't know anything about love. You have, no, you have no concept of love at all. Their version of love is lust. You can just supp- supplant the word. Just they're interchangeable, or not interchangeable, but I mean, that's what they're really saying. So, as this is the case with a person who denies God, there is no repentance, no apologies. This message is being blasted into the audience of pop culture today with phrases like, you only live once, or YOLO, uh, we're going to die young, and other mottos designed to encourage a life of seeking pleasure, rejecting authority, and living with no concern for the afterlife. Artists like Kanye West are able to send this message through their demonically inspired lyrics and constant promotion of their material success. Riding in luxury cars, wearing designer clothes, and endlessly bragging about the millions of dollars they have. All of this is pride. It's all an abomination of the Lord. All the, the, the beat of the music, the big bass and all that stuff, it's, it's, it's like it's tribal. 
Okay, and there we've done teachings on this, how this attracts literal devils and demons. Okay, and uh, I've done several teachings on that. Just came like rock or rap in the keyword search box at continuefortruth.com. Anyway, the Bible prophesied that society would be led from God into rebellion as we approach the end times. 2 Timothy 3, 1 through 5. This know also that in the last days, now again, we've, we've given a lot of verses like this today where we're talking about the last days. These are the, this is what we should be expecting in the last days. Perilous times shall come, for men shall be lovers of their own selves. If that doesn't describe these demon-possessed rapper dudes, I don't know who does. Covetous, meaning they're coveting, they want, they want. I, you know, boasters. <laughs> they're calling themselves Jehovah and Jesus. That's not boasting, I don't know what is. Proud, obviously. Blasphemers, obviously a total description. And their followers are going to be become more and more like them the more they follow them. Disobedient to parents. Obviously that's going to cause you, it's not going to cause you to bond with your parents. It's going to, their, uh, their whole message is about being disobedient to your parents. Unthankful, unholy, without natural affection. All of this describes these devils that we're just talking about. Truce breakers, false accusers, incontinent, meaning they can't control themselves. Fierce, despisers of those that are good. That will definitely be a uh, sign of them. Traitors, heady, high-minded, lovers of pleasure more than lovers of God having a form of godliness, but but denying the power thereof from such turn away. That's what we're supposed to do. This passage sums up the constant message being pumped out of the hip-hop culture and pop music perfectly. Like Kanye West, people have focused on self-love and vanity and recklessly disregard for any consequence of their actions. West music is an extreme form of being a lover of pleasure more than a lover of God. And scripture is clear that we are to avoid this type of influence. Here we see good old Kanye West driving his $1.7 million Mercedes Benz. Um, he has no trouble attracting, attacking, attracting the attention of his adoring followers. How pathetic. Unbelievable. Anyway, do you know how many widows and orphans that could feed? $1.7 million. Uh, anyway, certainly millions of women and men have been captivated by the spell of Jay-Z, Kanye West, and Jay-Z's protege, Rihanna. All across the planet, millions of fans literally idolize these artists, plastering their walls with their image, listening to their music daily, following their social networking updates, and passionately promoting and defending their false gods of the web, all based on their desire to be to be these artists and live the lavish lifestyle constantly bragged about on their records. I mean, it's just everything you could do to be unbiblical and against God, they do. The Bible talks about 2 Timothy 3, 7, ever learning and never able to come to the knowledge of the truth. That would be another sign of the end times. Ever learning, but never able to come to the knowledge of the truth. This verse says that those in rebellion, like Kanye West, are ever learning, but never able to come to the knowledge of truth. The occult is based on the acquisition of secret knowledge. In fact, the word occult means this, secret knowledge. Also, the word Gnostic is very similar. Gnostic, hidden knowledge. Okay, 
From the Garden of Eden, Satan was able to tempt Eve into sin by offering hidden wisdom, by implying that God was withholding the true purpose of the fruit of the forbidden tree that could make her a god. And Satan's strategy has not changed today, as those in the occult, New Age movement, or any other similar doctrine seek to reach higher levels or degrees in their quest for the ultimate secret or acquisition of immortality and godhood. But in all their learning, they failed to come to the real truth that there is only one Godhead and that there is only one way to salvation, and that is through Jesus Christ. And if you don't know about that, or you don't know about salvation or how to get saved, I give you a link to my teaching here, entitled True Salvation. You just go to page 7 of the PDF for this teaching. It's in green. Click on True Salvation and listen to those teachings in that order. And I'll walk you right through it with the Bible. So, the information of the mystery schools was provided by fallen angels, devils, and demons. Meanwhile, the occultist foolishly ignores the creator of all, the God of the Bible, who is the real Jehovah. And then there's this Bible verse. Now as Janus and Jambres withstood Moses, so do these also resist the truth. Men of corrupt minds reprobate concerning the faith. Okay. Now, Janus and Jambres were the two Egyptian sorcerers occultists, who had a duel of supernatural feats with Moses in the book of Exodus. Moses was sent by God to confront the Pharaoh of Egypt and demand the release of the enslaved Israelites and was empowered by God to perform miracles before the Egyptian king. The sorcerers, Janus and Jambres, thought they could equal God's power because they were high-level sorcerers. But the serpents they created were actually consumed by the serpent of Moses and Aaron. Uh, recall that Crowley, Aleister Crowley, had his first demonic encounter in Egypt. We just talked about that. Which was the centerpiece of the ancient world of satanic occult magic. So this is what we're, we're it's kind of related there. Today, those who promote the occult and Crowley's anti-Christian philosophy still seek to contend with God and anyone who promotes faith in Jesus Christ. That's why they're so obsessed with all of this mockery and blasphemy and trying to say that they're gods because they're they're still seeking to contend with God and anyone who promotes faith in Jesus Christ and lead them away from faith in Jesus Christ because they're of their father the devil and of his lust and of his works they will do okay so he was a liar from the beginning and they're liars the chip off the old block okay so then now the next part we see on page 8 of the PDF, a picture of the album cover for Kanye's song where he once again compares himself to God, and it's called New God Flow. And um, in 2012, Kanye also released a song called New God Flow, again referencing himself as God. Uh, here are some of the lyrics from that song. Welcome to the Sunday service. Again, just totally obsessed with Christianity, God, the whole nine yards. Welcome to the Sunday service, if you hope to someday serve us. Did Moses not part the water with the cane? Did strippers not make an ark when I made it rain? Strippers. So, this blasphemous little devil, what would be awesome is if his tongue turned black and rotted out of his head in the sight of all men. Like, I think that was Agrippa. Kind of, it's a, kind of a similar thing there. Do you know how people would get saved if he was in the midst of this blasphemy and something like that actually happened? <laughs> I'm sorry, but I think a lot of people get saved 
I really do. Once again, Kanye asserts himself as being on the level of biblical figures by comparing his throwing money at strippers, which is called making it rain. This is a... I didn't know this until recently, but that's evidently something that these black rapper guys or any... Uh, I'm, I'm sorry, but it's usually the black rappers that brag about this. I'm not. This isn't a black or white issue. I'm just saying it is. You, they they say that they'll go to these strip clubs and they got so much money that they, they'll they throw it up in the air and it looks like it's raining money. So that's one of the things they brag about with strippers. And I'm not saying a white guy wouldn't do that. I just haven't seen that bragged on in um, white circles. Not to say it doesn't happen. Okay, anyway. So, to um, he's comparing his throwing money at strippers, making it rain, to Mars's, Moses parting the Red Sea at Exodus... Um, in Exodus, and the Lord bringing the flood in the days of Noah. West then mocks the Christian prayer, which is done in the name of Jesus, to promote his own success. Uh, Those who continually challenge, mock, and disrespect the Lord are only bringing more of God's wrath down upon them. The Bible talks about they're storing up wrath till the day of judgment. And yet, millions of people all over the world are singing these lyrics every day, pulling their hearts deeper into sinful rebellion, and all of this is part of Satan's plan. Because, because you're getting into agreement with Satan when you sing these lyrics. It's particularly if you're really into them and singing them. You're literally getting in agreement with Satan. Okay, That's why he's wanting you to do it. And so the, the devil seeks to usurp the Lord and copy him in every way. He is preparing the world for his own seed to rule the masses, the Antichrist. This is part of that preparation process. Darkening the hearts and the souls of men. Okay, through these types of incremental processes where people become reprobate, turned over to a reprobate mind, um, conscience seared with a hot iron, they have no conscience about sin, They're, this is, that type of environment is going to be very conducive for the arrival and the arising of the Antichrist. So, why the name of Jesus must be attacked? Satan knows the real truth of God and eternal life are here. And uh, the Bible says, Matthew one twenty one, And she shall bring forth a son, and thou shalt call his name Jesus, for he shall save his people from their sins. John one twelve says, But as many as received him, to them he gave power to become the sons of God, even to them that believe on his name. See, that's the only way you're ever going to achieve any type of I don't really almost want to use the word godhood, but I mean, you understand what I'm saying, the sons of God. You can only achieve that truly through Jesus Christ, you know? But as many as received him, to them he gave power to become the sons of God, even to them that believe on his name. Okay? Whereas that term sons of God, if you look in the Old Testament, which is written in Hebrew, from the root word Hebrew, is only in reference to angels. Okay? When you see that term. In the New Testament is in reference to a saved believer. Okay, so it's important you understand the difference between the two. I've done many teachings on that as well. Uh, John twenty thirty one, But these are written that you might believe that Jesus is the Christ, the Son of God, and that believing you might have life through his name. Neither, and this is Acts four twelve. neither is there salvation in any other. Not Jay-Z, not Kanye West, not Rihanna, not any of those devils. 
Neither is there salvation in any other, for there is none other name under heaven given among men whereby we must be saved. And that is Jesus Christ. Philippians 2, 9-11 Wherefore God also hath highly exalted him and given him a name which is above every name, that at the name of Jesus every knee should bow of things in heaven and things in earth and the things under the earth and that every tongue should confess that Jesus Christ is Lord to the glory of God the Father. 1 John 5.13 These things have I written unto you that believe on the name of the Son of God that ye may know that ye have eternal life and that ye may believe on the name of the Son of God which is Jesus Christ. So, those are... Those are um, obviously verses that counter all of the garbage that I've just documented regarding Jay-Z and Kanye West. So the most exalted name on earth is the name of the Lord Jesus Christ and this is the only name that can be called on for salvation. There is no other name that one can believe in order to avoid hell and the lake of fire for eternity. Period. This is why it is critical to Satan to get society to reject his name. You know, and if, if you're, you know, Jesus, Jehovah, I mean, all of this is a mockery, and also, it's also a rejecting of Jesus Christ, in, in a not-so-subtle way, really. So, because Satan wants people to either worship him or burn in the lake of fire with him after he is permanently punished by God. So, um... Well, they're gonna, Satan wants people to worship him, but then they will burn like a fire with him after he's permanently punished by God. The enemies of Christianity, Satan and his fallen angels and minions, know the power of the name of Jesus and will do whatever they can do to lead the hearts and minds of society away from it. 2 Corinthians 4 says, But if our gospel be hid, it is hid to them which are, that are lost in whom the God of this world, Satan, hath blinded the minds of them which believe not. Jay-Z's groupie followers, whatever. All those guys. Kanye West, his followers. The gospel be hid, it is hid to them that are lost, in whom the God of this world, Satan, has blinded the minds of them which believe not. Great example of like their followers the, the, for these rappers. Lest the light of the glorious gospel of Christ who is the image of God, should shine unto them. It is a spiritual battle. Okay, Satan is working to blind the minds of people, and pop culture has provided an easy avenue to influence people to reject God and embrace sin and worldly pleasure. If you are not a born-again Christian, understand that there is a war taking place, and that your soul is the ultimate prize. There is a reason rappers are not just writing about cars and money, but they're also heavily attacking Christianity and the deity of Father God and Jesus Christ because there is a spiritual agenda behind them and that's the main thing. Make the right choices and instead of dancing to blasphemy, pray for forgiveness of your sins and receive eternal life through the name of Jesus Christ, the true Savior and God in the flesh. Uh, Matthew 10 32 and 33, Jesus Christ said, Whosoever therefore shall confess me before men, him will I also confess before my Father which is in heaven. But whosoever shall deny me before men, him will I also deny before my Father which is in heaven. Okay, They that endure to the end, the same shall be saved. That's what the Bible says. 
And Jesus Christ said, Pray that you be accounted worthy to escape all the things that are coming upon this earth and to stand before the Son of Man regarding the end times that we're living in. So that's another prayer that, that we should be um, praying. So, uh, let's see here. Uh, okay, I think I have time to do this next article, which heavily relates to the last, and it's called, Celebrities Are Now Falling for an Even More Sinister Religion in Scientology. And they're saying, introducing, well, this was around before Scientology, so... Anyway, introducing the satanic sex cult known as the Ordo Templi Orientis, a.k.a. the OTO, which is attracting Hollywood stars. Take it at face value, it was an innocent enough remark, encouraging friends to explore a belief system, to apply day-to-day life, to attain peacefulness. But when Peaches Geldof chose to share her religious convictions with her 148,000 followers on Twitter, it lifted the lid on a much more sinister world than, than first impressions would suggest. The 24-year-old socialite is a devotee of the Ordo Templi Orientis, also known as the OTO, and even has the initials tattooed on her left forearm, and there's a picture of it on uh, up close, and uh, she's got all these weird tattoos, but Peaches Geldorf has an OTO tattoo on the left, which is an acronym for Ordo Templi Orientis. The OTO was founded by the infamous Aleister Crowley again. He left the Order of the Golden Dawn, which is where guys, he, uh, were with guys like uh, C.S. Lewis and um, Tolkien and people of that ilk. The Order of the Golden Dawn was very, very highly satanic. But it wasn't hardcore enough for Aleister Crowley, according to him. So he left and started his own cult, the OTO. Okay? Crowley, who was born, and if you think C.S. Lewis is good, just key in Lewis in the keyword search box. And uh, Tolkien, if you want to know about I've done many teachings on them, those dudes. Bad, 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 bad. And it's not my opinion. Uh, I give you all the documentation. Anyway, Crowley, who was born into an upper-class British family in 1875, styled himself as the the Great Beast 666. He was an unabashed occultist who prior to his death in 1947 as a strung out heroin addict uh, reveled in his infamy as the wickedest man in the world. His form of worship included sadomasochistic sex rituals among men, women, and children. Spells which he claimed would raise malevolent gods and the use of hardcore drugs including opium, cocaine, heroin, and mescaline. He was also into uh, homosexual uh, rituals, and I mean, he'd do anything. He'd do anything, basically, and would brag about it. Crowley's motto, perpetuated by the OTO, was do what thou wilt, which is what we just saw on the front of uh, Jay-Z's um, shirt that he was wearing. And going further, and it is this individualistic approach that has led to a lasting fascination among artists and celebrities, of whom Peaches Geldof Geldof, yeah, is um, the latest in a long line. Led Zeppelin's Jimmy Page, for example, routinely took part in occult magical rituals and was so intrigued by Crowley, he bought his former house, uh, the Bolskin House, on the shores of Loch Ness, which is where they have the Loch Ness Monster, in Scotland. And there are now OTO lodges scattered around the country practicing the same ceremonial rituals and spreading the word of Crowley. While membership is secret... 
Peaches is said to have been initiated into it, raising the prospect that many of her impressionable fans could try to do the same, obviously. This is why Satan puts them in those positions. Uh, here's some converts to the OTO. Rapper Jay-Z, who we were just talking about, he is a, he's a member of the OTO. And Led Zeppelin guitarist Jimmy Page are believed to be involved in the OTO. Uh, a lot of people in the music industry in Hollywood are actually required from the research I've seen to actually join the OTO. You have to be totally sold out to Satan to get record deals, period. And um, at any kind of high level. And this wouldn't just be rappers, it would be rock stars and I believe actresses and actresses and these types of things. Now, you may be like Tom Cruise in, in being Scientology. That's the way you're sold out to Satan. Or you may be in the OTO. That may be the way you're... you're but you got to be sold out to Satan in some way, shape, or form in order to attain all of these... Uh, breaks in Hollywood. Okay, that's the way it goes. So, uh, if you don't do that, you're not going to get anywhere in Hollywood. So, um, when one of her Twitter followers asked how she could find out more about Thelma, another word for Crowley's teachings, Peaches directed her to read his books, which she described as super interesting. Oh, yeah, right. Totally satanic from the pit of hell. He bragged about how he would sodomize little boys and then kill them. I mean, this is what kind of maggot we're dealing with here. Okay? We're dealing with the scum, scum of the earth here. Aleister Crowley. And he's glorified today. I mean, glorified all over the place in all of these circles. Other celebrities linked to OTO include the rapper Jay-Z, who has repeatedly purloined imagery in quotations from Crowley's work. Whether wearing the t-shirt emblazoned with Do What Thou Wilt or hiring Rihanna to hold aloft a flaming torch in his music videos, which is a reference to the Illuminati, a secret society whose name derives itself from Lu Lucifer, which is Lightbringer, uh, that's what Lucifer means, he has given the sect priceless Publicity. His clothing line, Rokaware, which we just talked about earlier, is shot through with OTO imagery. Now, imagine you buy this cursed shirt for your child and you put it on them and it has OTO imagery on it. You're bringing a gigantic curse into your house and you're cursing your child as well. So it's shot through with OTO imagery, such as the all-seeing eye in a triangle. The eye of Horus, an ancient Egyptian uh, symbol frequently referenced in occult tests, and, and also on the back of a $1 bill, and the head of Baphomet, a.k.a. the Goat of Mendez, which we talked about as well. This is the kind of garbage, overt, in-your-face, satanic garbage that is being just, the, the society is being immersed in. Yet, the OTO is much more than a marketing opportunity for attention-seeking celebs. It is a living religion with adherents still practicing malevolent occult rituals set out by Crowley in his books. Here's a picture of good old Aleister Crowley uh, in one of his high priest garbs. According to the adherents of the OTO, it takes years of study before you can begin to understand what the religion is about. Much like the equally controversial Church of Scientology. The former FBI agent Ted Gunderson, who investigated satanic circles in Los Angeles, found that Crowley's teachings about raising demons to do one's biddings, requiring human sacrifice, um, was preferably, the sacrifice was preferably a uh, young, intelligent boy. 
And again, he would brag about what he would do to the boy before he would sacrifice it. And they're vampirizing their innocence and their youth. And this devil is one of the main, main bedrock, foundational people that the modern rapper, rock, blues, whatever industry was founded on. So many people um, literally worship this guy and follow his teachings. It's just beyond sickening and disgusting. Now I've told this story before, but I'll go ahead and reiterate it again. That my mom had a friend that she worked with in the phone company. Her name was Betty. A long time ago. And my mom befriended Betty. Betty was really overweight. I'm not coming down on people that are overweight. I'm just saying. She was really overweight. She didn't have a lot of friends. My mom was a very nice person. And she would tend to do things for other people just out of kindness. And um, this was before my mom got saved. But she did. She was like that. And Betty had... Um, I think retired from the phone company. And um, Betty was like into all the stuff of like Merlin. And I remember mom, my mom would take me over to her apartment sometimes and there'd be like big swords on the wall. And she had these big black cats and stuff. And, and, and she had was all into magic and just all the stuff. Well, I found out that actually Betty was a high-level witch, most likely. And she told my mom that if she ever died, there was a chest in her apartment that if you saw it, don't do anything with it. Take it out and burn it. It was evidently high-level witchcraft implements that she didn't want my mom messing with. And I get that, and I, I respect that. She knew she knew good enough to have my mom burn it. You know what I mean? So, um, Betty had a daughter that actually joined the OTO, or was recruited into the OTO, out in the L.A. area, which is, I guess, the mecca for OTO. And um, she got in there, and uh, Betty even corresponded with the high priest. And uh, all of a sudden, one day, um, her daughter turns up missing, and they find her, I believe she was in the trunk of the car of a car, brutally murdered in the L.A. area. Okay? And Betty, you know, the, the high priest was really sympathetic, and... Oh, I don't know what happened in this EU lying devil from the pit of hell. Either she had made a deal with Satan and her usefulness was up, which happens many times, particularly with women, and they will literally sacrifice them, or she did something wrong within the OTO and was killed. Or not. I mean, she was part of this cult. And even afterwards, she wouldn't say anything bad. About the OTO. So, oh, the, the high priest is such a nice person. And um, I tried to correspond with her about this, but she didn't want anything to do with it. She told me that she was a good pagan. <laughs> that was her response to me. Something to that effect or whatever. I tried, I tried to give her the gospel and these types of things, but you know, she wasn't she didn't want anything to do with it. And she still defended the OTO even after they destroyed and slaughtered her own daughter. So we're talking high level stuff here. And um, Betty was a witch, uh, obviously, and um, I, we lost track. After I did that with Betty, <laughs> my mom lost her as a friend, which is why I'm the type of person that, you know, if you let me have access to your friends and they reveal something to me, I'm going to try to put them on the right path and give them the truth. I'm not going to try to shove it down their throat, but I'm going to nicely try to give them 
information that could save their soul. And <laughs> in this case, my mom lost her as a friend because I, but, you know, am I therefore become your enemy because I tell you the truth? According to Galatians 4.16. So, that that's welcome to my life. That's how my life's been ever since I got saved, pretty much. Um, but, again, we're not called to be a popularity, it's not a popularity contest we're in. That's, that's the bottom line. Um, I'd rather be right with God, try to help somebody save them, than, you know, let them perish. So, and, and again, I'm not, not everybody's called to do exactly the same thing I am. I'm just saying, if you have an opportunity, you know, to try to help somebody, um, and, and they're in that situation, and again, you, you don't want to go to them, like, get in their face. I don't think that's the way to do that. Uh, I think that, the Bible says that if you see a brother overtaken an heir, go to such a one in a spirit of meekness, lest thou also be tempted. Now, Mary or uh, Betty wasn't a brother or sister in Christ, but still, you're you're, you're gonna a soft answer turneth away wrath. You know, you're you're gonna catch more flies with honey, that type of thing. So, I think it's good to go to them if you can in a spirit of meekness, but also. You know, you know your stuff. You you have this information. It's documented. I gave her a big old thing on the OTO. I, I'm pretty sure that's what I did. And she didn't want anything to do. Even though it was all documented. I got it off their website. Now I remember. I got it off their website. Okay? All the stuff the OTO does. Suffice it to say, the way they believe you get saved is so blasphemous and so evil, sexually twisted, warped, perverted evil, that I can't even describe it in this teaching. And I got it right off their official website. I printed it out for her and gave it to her, and she was totally offended. Dude, it's right from your cult that you say is so great. Now, I know she wasn't, I don't think she was a member. Maybe she was an unofficial member. But I'm like, this is right off their website. How can you accuse me of being biased? But it doesn't matter. Their, their, their mind's made up. Don't confuse them with the facts. And it's demons you're literally dealing with. You're dealing with the demons. And that's why it's good to pray a lot before you deal with people like this. You know? Um, not to say that's going to, you know, that's going to be whatever. But it could make, absolutely could make the difference. You know? So, anyway, uh, let's go ahead and end part two, and we're going to go to part three next.